everybody, welcome to Conversations and Coffee, episode number nine with Dano O'Toole. Nice Dano, to see you, good to see you. Thank you so much How for coming you? on, brother. I really appreciate giving me your time. Obviously, Pleasure. in between your classes here, we're in SBG, Dublin. Yeah. Um, the Mecca. Can't get better than this. You know, I have had an episode in SBG, Dublin 24, which is another part of the great franchise. Gym. It's another great gym. But this is the SBG um, Ireland, we'll call it. This is where it all started, yeah. This is the HQ. This so is the HQ. They so all branded off from this gym. Yeah, so in this gym, we have the likes of. So every, you name it, everybody's came from this gym from like Conor McGregor, of course, Paddy Houlihan, Chris Fields. There's a photo just behind you here with all the fires that have originated from here. Mm -hmm. so Pendred. Carl Pendred, Ashton Daly. Gunny Nelson. Uh, yeah, Gunny Nelson, Artem Lovov. Ash the Bash. Yeah, Pierre Quigley. Yeah, it's the amazing, whole. Everybody's yeah. here, like. Yeah. But um, how did it begin for you? Where did it start for you? So it's a mad story for me, actually. I was like mad into football as a when Grown I was a up. kid. Yeah, growing up, like I was in school, all my mates were all, like a big Liverpool supporter. Mm -hmm. I was crazy about football. I was kind of shit though. So my brother, like my, my brother, suffered bad from like he kind of like a little bit bullied, and he was like he had bad like anxiety in school. So my mom wanted to put him into a martial arts scenario, like into, into like a traditional martial art, like cry. But um, one of my older cousins, Pierre, he joined in, he had a club that he was going to. It was actually just in a little hall, concrete hall in, called Shuriken Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, when my mom was dropping my brother down to the, to the place with my cousin, he, my cousin was older, so we kind of like looked up to him. Mm -hmm. So when we were going to, when my brother was getting dropped down, I was in the car with my mom. And uh, when, he, when we went to the gym, like, he, he wouldn't go in, he was kind of scared. And, he was, and I was like, here, man, look, I'll give it a shot if he comes in. Mm -hmm. I ended up falling in love with it. Like, I ended up like, knew, straight away. that I want to do, yeah. Yeah, it was mad. Like, nothing I never thought of. I went in and like, I was crazy about it. I went in and I was like, man, this Especially is... going from one extreme to another. Like, having yeah. such an interest in football and then going to yeah, like, into such this a whole mixed man. martial And this martial art now is not like, it wasn't like... It's not like, sh like the old Christ style and the suits or nothing. It was no, like proper hardcore and concrete yeah. floors getting flipped. Yeah, like, looking yeah. like it was a we had a mad, we used to have to call him like a sensei than a master. And we had this like six year old man, like his name's Daniel Rooney, he's a legend. So it was like Karate Kid, oh, literally. Man. It was like proper Mr. Miyagi. Order. Yeah, proper order. Yeah, he's like, oh, my name's Daniel, the real, so. They're the real uh, <laughs> Daniel's son. Yeah, Daniel's son, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. That's why everybody slagged me over there, Johnny. Yeah, me? yeah. Well, they're not slagging you now. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we'll just quickly touch on it. Yeah. We'll get into how you began. Obviously, you've told me yeah. that that was the, the start, but um, you've got four belts now. Yeah, it's uh, like four, long, right, yeah, four belts. Yeah, four belts. Yeah. So yeah. long story short, basically, uh, when I like, I'll tell you about how I started off and how I came to SVG. But when I came here, yeah, I wanted to compete. Like I was, I was crazy about competing. That's why I left my other club, and uh, I ended up going in just. I wanted to do MMA starting off, but I like to to get there. I, I took a K1 fight in a short notice, mm -hmm. which a uh, K1 is known as a like, kickboxing, but like full contact. Okay, like, it's like Thai boxing, like it's just different rules. Head and body. Yeah, head, body, knees. Yeah, that kicks everything. The it's just there's just no contact. like ground fighting. There's so, no limits really, is there? Yeah, that's it. It's a pure fight. Just there's no like grind Minus shots. Minus the wrestling and jujitsu. Yeah, jujitsu. Yeah. So I went in my first fight, done well. I won. And I was like, oh, Jesus, like, I, this is, I'm actually all right at this. So I kind of get, gained confidence and I went in again. I started, like, I you went on a roll. Yeah. End of things, yeah. yeah. So I went there and I went, it was around eight, eight wins, zero losses. I was like, Jesus. So I got a toil fight. When I got the toil fight, I was actually watching the UFC with my mates and uh, I was eating a pizza. And my coach texted me, he's like, hey, Dana, what's up? We're at the game offered the toil fight, like, uh, on Saturday. This was like a Saturday, just like, so we had a week notice. One I was week. Like, yeah, so I mean, this pizza's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll make it. This yeah, is the worst yeah, thing I could be eating, but yeah. um, you know, you just you yeah. realize after this pizza, I'm getting straight into discipline. I'm going to train really That's hard it, next yeah. week and then jump in for the fight. Yeah, so I go, I was like, God, Jay's like, toil free. This is what I've always dreamt of. Mm -hmm. And like, when I joined martial arts, like, I always like, I always said, oh, Jay's, imagine one day I could win a toil. Like, I was always like, it was a big, big goal of mine. Like, I always, my nanny, like, raised me. And I always said to my nanny, like, I'll oh, watch this nanny one day. I'm going to win a belt and all of you, like, a champion. Mm -hmm. belt. When you started off, you kind of, you had this vision and a dream that 
you know, almost like a law of attraction. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to win a belt. You yeah. thought of yourself with the belt. You yeah. envisioned this. Oh man, now I used you're to be, four of them. Yeah, definitely. I used to be like, what? Like, anytime I walk past the mirror, you know what I mean? I, like, like as you say, like, I used to like shut up walks and I dream. Like yeah. in your head, like you're crazy yeah, thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went to see. Um, I went to see one of your fights in the Go Council um, on one of the, the shows, one of the cards there. And this is actually how I first got to know you. There was a large group of people that I would have known outside of uh, the sport. And I watched Lee Hammond fighting. Um, one of, it was actually his first stand-up fight. Yeah, yeah. And Keen Cowley was in his corner and Kiefer and that. And, and like, I remember looking at Lee and saying to myself, this would be a real test to him because he's had to been on the ground, working so hard at Jiu-Jitsu, working his way up the belt. Out of comfort zone. Stand-up, right? Yeah. So I'd seen him fighting and I'd seen how hard it was. And then you walked out and everyone was saying, watch, watch this now, check this out. Yeah. And I was like, who's he? And they were like, that's Dan O'Toole. And I was like, any good? And they were like, you'll see now. And you went in. And <laughs> it's I, mad. I'm not joking. Like, first impression, last impression. I seen you go to, go to business in there. And I thought to myself, you know, you're, you're doing really well. And then after that, actually, like a lot of the belts came and then you started doing that, even better, you know? That's mad, like you said that, because when I was in school, like, uh, like I never, like everybody never knew I really fought. No. So like people like used to come to me, you're not a fighter, you know, you don't fight and all. So when people actually came to see me fight, they're kind of like, whoa, like, yeah, this Blown is, away because I'm, I don't come across as like that. You like, don't though, you don't. Yeah, I, have to say I don't try to show off don't. or I don't like no. cocky and I'm like, start, I'm not into like kind of. But when you get in and. and I have a time, switch, yeah, like know, that's what I'm saying. Like when I'm in there, like I'm competitive, like, like I take a profession, you know I mean? Like I have that switch off, like I switch it on, switch it off. Mm -hmm. And that is a true athlete, like a true athlete knows when to switch off and knows how to train their body um, at extreme conditions and really work hard and yeah. then when the time is to relax and, and you know have a rest day and 100 you know a true kind of athlete knows how to do that so right now we're sitting in you know the cage in sbg here um, so this cage this exact cage is where mcgregor spars this is the exact place where artem loboff would have uh, sparred mcgregor may, uh, all the guys come in anybody that you've seen on the telly or fought in the ufc or in bellator or any events this is this, this is, is where the cage they, uh, they, they and that's where really, i'm really grateful probably that people let use this, in, like, i feel special almost in here because yeah. i'm used to seeing this cage on the on the telly and now <laughs> we're sitting in it and to think so many you know amazing people that have went on to do amazing things for the sport and the country have yeah. come through these you get a feeling don't you like first time walking you in do, like yeah, it's a weird it's an eye opener i have to yeah. say um that's what, like in like the things that you'd see in this ring you would have paid for like some of the fights started like, the sparks that we get to see in here like it's crazy like if you think about like there used to be days here and i used to be down here on pads like three or four and a day connor be coming down here him and own ruddy they'd be like here on pads and like you're like realistically like in like 30 40 50 years time like they're going to be known as like the greats like the yeah. way we have like ali mm -hmm. or mike tyson posters or mm -hmm. like realistically like no he's, different he's like, made history he has made history yeah, exactly like, he paved the way for a lot of people coming up now 100 like, like i loved martial arts before and like i wasn't just like i, I didn't just jump you didn't the jump bandwagon. the bandwagon i yeah. know that i know you yeah. don't need to explain that to me and, and i think a lot of people that would be watching this episode that know you yeah know that you it was a big it's a big a big mo like it was obviously a motivator well, in fairness though i have to say this too a lot of people that are doing really well in the sport were yeah. there before the hype nearly everybody yeah nearly you know, everybody like, there yeah. is some people that have jumped on and have which done is really a good well thing it. it's amazing yeah, it's a good but thing. a lot of the people that you know have have actually went on to do really good things like yourself and many others in this gym and other gyms around the country were in it before there was any knowledge or even when the questions were being asked what is mma or you know yeah. oh, i know about the ufc but i don't know about jiu-jitsu or you know yeah. a lot of the guys were in it from the get-go yeah and you were one of them definitely like, i remember my first day 
when I, when, I, when I decided to join like SVG, it wasn't like, it was actually funny. I went to join a different team actually in Luke and I didn't, I heard about my mate was in schools in it. And me and my mate, actually Richie, we were coming down with my dad. I was always like, there's a gym down with a big gorilla on it. There's a big monkey, right? At the time. And along my road. Yeah, along my road. But yeah, there I used went to be a, in there before yeah. many times. Yeah. And there used to be a garage with a, there used to be a garage just around the corner actually, just, just at the side of this gym now, where they used to, they had actually a big blow up monkey. Yeah, and I was I trying remember. to pass, I was looking for this big monkey. Yeah, because like, it was quite hidden, it was in at the long market nearly. Yeah, yeah, so I was you like... You know what, this is going to be crazy, Dion, and you'll probably laugh at this, but... Do you know who brought me to the Long Mile for my first free class with Owen Roddy for uh, Jiu Jitsu? No. It was Peter Morrissey. Yeah. And I know you went to college with him. Yeah, yeah. And, and Peter, and Dylan, they are legends. And, uh, Peter, yeah. Peter Morrissey and Dylan Malone, they're great lads. And, but they brought me, it was actually Peter brought me to the Long Mile one. And um, I'm surprised you bring it to the Black Lion. No, yeah. <laughs> for lunch. No, that, that was where you lived when yeah, you were in college. Stop, and man. We used to go in, they knew us and all by name and everything. <laughs> he That's was fun. actually telling me that the other day. Now, he's a great bloke, but he um, he was really good at Jiu Jitsu. Um, Serious, yeah. For whatever reason, he gave it up, I don't know. And I'm sure if he's listening to this now, he'll probably kick himself and Sheldon maybe get a bit of motivation to get back in. <laughs> but no, he was really good at it. Honestly, he was very good. And um, he brought me up and I gave it a bash. and. I just phased out of it, I did, and, and then I went back and I, I gave it another bash, but um, I don't know, there's always been that call for me to come back and give it another try. Yeah. It's not that I'm really good at it, I think when I do jiu-jitsu, you know, I don't do it for the competitive side of things, I don't do it for... There's a lot of values, in. I think, in like uh, martial arts, like teacher, like, to you be honest. You can take other Definitely. attributes from it too, yeah. yeah. Like, even like... They're yeah, yourself, really. Yeah, 100%, like, when I came into like, the martial arts, realistically, like, I always found it difficult, like, Listening to my mom and dad, I mean, like them telling me what to do. I mean, I was always like, oh, like, man, leave me alone, dad. Yeah. When I came to martial arts, that really taught me, like, uh, disciplined me, like, about respect. It taught me values, like, how to respect others. Yeah, like, mm. really did. Like, they say, like, how can you respect other people? Yeah. You can't respect yourself. 100%. If you self respect, then that just kind of almost glows out to other people. That kind of nearly projects to other people, like, I'm feeling like he's, he's respecting himself, so I respect him. And, before, like you see, when I was in, in boxing, I found like a lot of people that would have came into the boxing club would have been people on the street that maybe would have thrown their weight around. Yeah. And as soon as it was time to put the gloves on and get in the ring, they got a real uh, wake-up call because they really realised then, you know, when you get into the ring and you get in against somebody that's quite technical and quite skilled, it kind of brings you back down to ground. It brings you Levels back it. down to earth, doesn't it? Like jiu-jitsu, that's true. Like. Me being a, like a striker and I love like a stand up and all like when I go in like there like I, I'm getting destroyed chokes like mm -hmm. you know I mean? like and it's, it is like it's very like like your ego does take a hit people like choking you out like girls and all and then like it does it's really like a hit your ego but like that's again like, that's just you bounce back yeah. from that and, and get bigger you can either make it or break it definitely hundred yeah. percent yeah that's like that's a good thing about jiu-jitsu like it's very humbling and it's like a, mm -hmm. it's a it's a patient you have to be very patient can with I, it can I see your belt I know you have yeah. it with you and I just seen it kind of hanging out of the bag there I'd love to see it though. Here. Um, this is now uh, my pro, my pro SK title. So this was like the biggest, the like the biggest, biggest one that I ever won. Like this is one that Sport I never thought. Boxing Association. So this is the, it's a heavy one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really fair, heavy. Yeah. Oh, congratulations! It's well, absolutely amazing. I actually it's have nice a little gift for you as well. Oh, thank you so much. Coffee Juicy. conversations. Oh. Got your own coffee beans here. Conversations and coffee. This That's is from, from Brazil. It. Yeah, East Coffee Village in Clendalkin as well. We made Richie O'Sullivan. Yes, shout out to Richie. Richie's over Go here. Richie is the top barista around and he's looked after me and, and I don't really appreciate this. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be conversations and coffee. Definitely not, man. Without the coffee. So, Richie, yeah. thank you too. And Dano, yeah. thank you so much. No problem. Good man, Richie. Um, but as you were saying, actually, about the belts, yeah. Like, 
when I won the amateur belts, yeah, like I, I was still like I was like like I hit the like the top of the, like the, what I wanted, but like I was still hungry. You know what I mean, like, like obviously that's not the like that wasn't the end goal. Like you know what I mean, that wasn't like all the skies. And when I have the belt, that's me done. Take your foot off the gas yeah. and no motivation anymore. Yeah, that actually, that, that actually more, more. Yeah, and I ended up like then I went on and I won like two, I held two two titles in like two weight divisions. And yeah, that's that, that was a huge achievement and all for me. But this title, like there was a lot. There's a guy, Keen Cowley as well. Like, he he had this title and, like and he was See, well. That's done, Larry. Um, Warriors gym. Warriors gym. They're animals like all them. So he had that. He was like well known for the, having that belt. So I was like, oh man, imagine fighting those guys having that belt. Wow, but he yeah. then left. The K- K- toy box was seen, the K1 and went into MMA, MMA. Yeah, he joined yeah, SCG. And he's done really well there too. I yeah. mean, he, he's actually really stepped up to the platform. Like, I mean, fighting over in Baran and stuff, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? Brave, and, yeah, brave, yeah, brave, But like, them guys are like a different level and he's thrown himself right in the deep end. And I think with that, like, going in against guys that are really experienced and, you know, winning and then sometimes, you know, taking yeah. a loss, it's not, it's like, not to sound cliche here, but like John Kavner, the, the owner and founder of this gym, his mm-hmm. book is called Win or Learn. Yeah. So there is no really such thing as a loss. Like it's the exact same as Anthony Joshua only two weeks ago against Ruiz. People that are, as I always say as well, like people that always like are, like the keyboard warriors, as you call them, like coming in, like are saying like, oh, like he's he he's shit, he's this or whatever they say. Realistically, them like like the likes of Keane coming into MMA, like he he took a risk. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. taking that's how you like going progress. from from a being a high profile figure in the but he didn't have to do that scene. he could have stayed there on top of that but he took it like he took a leap took a risk on it and he's getting rewarded for it and I think in life in general not just in martial arts but in anything you do like taking risks is a big thing you know what I mean when you hit like a lot of people hit their comfort zone and they stay in that and they get comfortable but that's when you, you stop growing you stop progressing you stop growing yeah exactly I always think like the people that take the risks and the people that get, put themselves out there to re-criticize that they do the things that people go is he crazy to do that or is he off his mind but then yeah. when the outcome ends up being spectacular or they end up gaining so much they're the ones again, that will yeah. the one. but it's crazy when you think of like even we're, we're going back to this gym and Conor McGregor like well all the people that are in Conor McGregor's circle and the same people that will be training you and the same people you're working very closely they're going to be the same people that um, they're a select few it's a clique it's a circle that have been with him from the get go from the beginning yeah. and he has all the right people around him so he hasn't got any of these people naysayers or any how would you say um Rogers. That, that's all yeah. that is out. I, I remember when you when I used to play football and I used to go in and I, like it was a lot of like slangings and bands. And used to kind of they used to be like if you're a nervous kid going into football, like it's very intimidating. Like you know what I mean, like there be like the little groups of lads, like the, the good footballers. And I mean, you be kind of like you feel like kind of pressure. Like there's kind of like a lot of bullying I felt in like mm-hmm. ball games, like GAA or football. But Picking I, and yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But when I came into like, when here and there, yeah. But then when I came to SBG, there's a real like no matter like there's a kids class going now at the minute. Like it's it's such a family. You get me? Like everybody's community. just yeah, it's like a community. Yeah, like everybody's here. You help each other. Everybody's like minded. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you're like. Like if you're like a like as you can say like a like mad into football if you're mad into rugby or you're like you love music and all everybody whatever in here, your passion is yeah everybody in here find, accepts everybody yeah. and you know what I mean we're all like, I find that about the MMA community in general though I find like even the people that are like purple belts or black belts or brown belts no matter what they are to be honest I find a lot of them whether you're a white belt coming in they were once that 
and they know that and they're aware of it so they kind of have this approach like let me help you get to where I am yeah because everyone's on the same ladder everyone's on the same journey and whether you're definitely like in here it's like you help me I help you and it it's seems not to like, be yeah, that way it's not yeah. like, oh, like oh, you help someone they tell you I'll oh, see you later like if you're everybody's in what here what can like, I take from you it's not like that no it's a, almost like a, a simple transaction like I'll give you this and, and you, you help me with this and we'll both grow 100% and I think that's why SVG is so successful in that way because like if you're, you're bad at jiu-jitsu but you have a good stand-up you can go, there's a lot of guys you can go to and yeah. maybe they're not as good at striking yeah, yeah. as you so you can go trade off each other yeah. like you show, he teaches you some jiu-jitsu you, yeah, it's a win-win like, you know what I mean so yeah. like the bow arts coming together and you're getting better so obviously I was, I was at one or two of your fights actually I got two of the cards in the book council but the first introduction I, I got to know you was through your first fight I've seen but what's the plan now like you haven't fought in a long time and yeah, when I say a long time I mean it's a long time in the fighting world but yeah to other people it's it wouldn't ma- be it's yeah. only a couple of months but it's just it, it seems longer for someone that hasn't no, seen definitely. you I agree while, like, mentally you know? for me like I love being like I love progress like, like keep compete, going and going yeah. Yeah. like I'm never satisfied where I'm at no. so like for me I'm five months since my last fight and yeah, like that, for that's me actually, that's, a, that's a long time but it's not really retrospectively yeah. it's just Christmas yeah that's Christmas you know time I mean? December yeah, yeah. but for me and you and somebody that has you know is following you and wants to see you get in and fight and compete again we're, we're eager we want it to happen again so have you got anything on the card definitely yeah well i've I, as i decided after christmas i was like after that k1 fight i won the pro title that was the that was all like, that was my yeah, big dream rightfully so you did deserve that yeah. to have a little break you that's know, it yeah like i went away and stuff and time on you yeah, yeah. and uh, that was like the big thing so then i was like right like i'm in an mma gym svg like you know what i mean I'm not going. I'm not trying to be like in glory or no. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I was like, let's get. I'm gonna try to give MMA a shot now. And I, so I started now. The last five months I've been doing like with the pro team, John's team, and I'm trying to like learn jiu-jitsu, learn a little bit of wrestling. You know I mean, I'm trying to Walking bring it all together. Top level. Yeah. So I'm trying to get a amateur fight. I'm not allowed to fight in the wars of the Europeans because no. I fought professionally. Okay. In uh, K1. That's so, like a back step, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm not allowed to oh, go. Okay, the Europeans right, in the right, world right. is like, you, you'd go into that, like, yeah, and that's yeah, how you like. Yeah, so it's a big thing. But uh, anyone that's fought pro in any like discipline is not allowed to go into the Europeans or the world, you get me? So, so the next step for you would be to get a couple of am- amateur fights Definitely, like, yeah, even like abroad, I wouldn't mind fighting like amateur in the Yeah, you don't mind where it is. Once you just get back into that environment and atmosphere, you'll be happy, yeah. yeah. And I have a big fight now coming up, but I'm, then like again, I got derailed off that plan. I'm at again a big offer from a big uh, toy boxing show called Yakow. So okay. they came to me with an offer, and I was like, ah, oh, like, I'm not going to... Jump cl- into this. No, I, well, I actually just, I did. You I did, jumped you did. In oh, in brilliant, so brilliant. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, Congratulations. So I'm fighting uh, July 27th on this. This is one of the biggest shows that's going to be in Ireland. And is this in Ireland? Yeah, it's so going to be in, this, this is going to be in the Talabas Wall Arena. Yeah, I know yeah. it, yeah, yeah. So uh, this, like, everybody who's everyone is going to be on this show, like, yeah. it's from the top level. Like, anyone in Ireland, like, there's lads coming over from Thailand, from England. Like, well, you'll see me there, you know that for sure, definitely, I'll be there. Definitely. And then anybody that's tuning in, if you follow Dano, which I'll pop above his Instagram handle, uh, he'll have it all through his social media, how he can get tickets, um, he'll be giving kind of updates on the fight, which is brand new news to me, but I mean... It will be so out there, the fight's not announced yet, but I will, it'll be announced very be soon, announced yeah. very soon yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is probably my biggest fight today, like if I win this fight, like this will set me off, kind of... And then what, what, just in general then, for somebody that's, I suppose, looking at um, the MMA scene and looking at kind of uh, jiu-jitsu or kickboxing or whatever it is, how do they get involved? How can they come down to the gym, sign up? What's the Literally, steps that they need to follow? All I have to do is walk in the front door. 
that's it. Like coming, that's, that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. Once you're in the store, here. you're gonna be welcomed straight away. There's gonna there's a team here that will like show you around and all. Like if you want to join, just come in, walk in the door. Yeah, it's the best. That's great. That's, it's a life changer. But it is. It's open arms. It's a oh, community. Come on yeah. in, join. Never. Us. Don't feel intimidated. Like, Everybody's not, welcome. There's not like most of the people out here are not here to be fires. They're here just to like for confidence reasons for weight loss. Yeah, 100. Like I know a lot. And like, it's a social aspect. Definitely. Yeah. yeah like I have a class here that I teach on Tuesdays, and like a lot of guys in the class aren't here to be fires. They're just here. They, they enjoy it. It's a workout for them it's to come in. It's a hobby and it's an yeah. interest they have, yeah. Definitely, and no, it's, it's a stress amazing. reliever as well for it's a lot of people. massive stress yeah. reliever. I think um, with, with stress relief, when you think of like, you're working at their nine to five or whatever, and you come and you do a class here, all that kind of, um, tension you've got built up or stress or something has happened and you know you might be having a fall now at home or certain issues yeah. get out get in get all that stress out of your system I believe, sweat it out of yeah. you i believe exercise is a big thing for like I, as it ties on through as he says i believe like getting out there exercise is a big great thing for like depression anxiety i think it's a big no i think it's taking some, any medication i don't think so i think exercise is a big big thing to help people boost like get, get out there i think you're right yeah uh, right. sweat it like you know, get a workout in there releases good endorphins mm -hmm. i think it's a it's a good thing to do yeah what is ju just to give uh, the people listening a little bit of an insight into you what's a typical week for you you know monday you, you teach classes you're you, aside yeah, so from all this all this work and, and time you're putting into people coming to yeah. teach them you know their, the craft that you know well and, yeah. and the skills in here you also have to train yourself no 100% so like my, my weekly schedule like I like I have to work obviously so I'd start like for half four in the morning I'd be working like say like till like I kind of like as a personal trainer I have clients in and out so I'm not Do you know what funny you say that just before you continue like the same thing when I interviewed Paddy Stacey you know you're very familiar with Paddy and he's very great guy yeah good, good friends Paddy was saying to me like the same, I actually thought that he would only be up at half five, six and sometimes half four. Yeah. And I'm noticing about a lot of personal trainers, you guys are up way before your clients are up and you're preparing and setting your day up and attacking yeah. the day. Yeah, because some guys when you're coming in the door, people are like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're up like probably an hour before setting up, before, setting up a room or setting really up a set, yeah. But, but continue, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was just saying like, I'd start off and it'd be like half four and I'd probably work, have a, like I have a few clients in until around eight o'clock mm -hmm. and then I'd have my like, it depends on like, my day could be mixed up, it depends on. And your on week can change too, yeah. it's probably quite like, I could be in work from half four in the morning until 10 at night. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be, I might not even be home, like, I live in Raccoon. So like yeah. I, I couldn't be, maybe I might not go until 11, then I'm okay. back up at half four. So, so like it's it, not really fixed, it's, yeah, it's always like it's take a, it as it comes. As it comes, like it depends on what clients I have booked in. do you in. enjoy that? I love it. You like, like, the, like the freedom. unknown, as in yeah. this week could be a mental one, or yeah. next week could be a bit more relaxed, or let's when just I have take a it as it comes. Up, I, I do schedule a lot more. Like right now, like I, have, I know when like my strength conditioning, strength conditioning sessions are gonna be, I know when I like need a massage, or when I'm gonna be sparring, so I do schedule when I have a fight, but when I don't have a fight, yeah, I, I love that freedom of like, I'm like meeting people. Absolutely, and yeah. I, the thing I like You're like me too, I think I, that's the whole reason like with the podcast. Um, coming up here and meeting yourself, I'm at the meeting, three people, three new people. Yeah. You know, Richie being one of them, um, who'll hopefully be on the podcast soon. Um, you know, and a couple of other guys, like, by putting yourself out there and, and speaking to one person and then getting to meet their mutual friends, like, that's how you meet people and that's how... The same way when you take on new clients, or the same way you take on a new class. And that's why I love the airpairs and training, or in general, like, like for my fights and like the people and the connections that I've made from it. It's amazing. Even like, I, like I never thought like, oh, like I'd be fine professional and have sponsors and. It's amazing. Like, no, I, it's at, at your age, especially like you're doing mad. really big things. Like I'm really very, I, I'm very lucky. I have to say, like I, I always say, like the people that like came to me and helped me with my journey of like chasing what I want. You get me? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I like I like you, you don't realize it, but like I had like 
like it's just like saying the lads lounge in Tallow where I used to get me a haircut like those lads have been the last like three four years always had me back always like free haircuts and mm-hmm. looking after looking me always after posting you, yeah. up there's stuff some, about me fights there's some perks to it because they see how well you're doing and they're like we want to help this guy because he came in when we were only starting off our business yeah, yeah. just looking for a haircut or whatever it is whatever the service is but you were there supporting them and then when they see you doing well and climbing oh, up it's, it's returned yeah. let's back him definitely even though I've had like uh, for example like when I was in the change room after a class one day I had a guy from um, from uh, Jacob's Crackers and he like he was like oh then I will give you a dig out and all you know what I mean give yeah, me a sponsor yeah. I had like and to come here as, as people might say it's, it sounds probably a bit mad like as in the relevance of MMA or kickboxing to crackers it's not about that it's the corporate side and of local things support. they're a massive massive brand yeah. supporting you that's what I'm saying like there's guys like that like I would have known like would have known me as a little child that are a lot older than me that like they have companies yeah, yeah. like uh, there's a guy like there's body panel Darren Byrne like he, he's mm-hmm. a local guy he used to live next door to my nanny's where I grew up when I was only a little kid and he knew me like he knew me years and look what he's doing and how he came to me and like oh, look Dan I'm going to pay for like your, your strength training or your nutrition it's amazing like just like a, he was my nanny's next door like an, an older guy like he's a lot yeah, older than yeah. me like, just watching I, you growing up I know he's, he's yeah. like supporting me and he's like yeah then it's I want to help you no, I have to say and I'll be there at your fight the next fight 100% no I genuinely mean that I'll be keeping yeah. an eye out I know the, the date actually hasn't been officially released but as soon as that's released I'll be out I'll be sharing it around love him um, man yeah definitely I'll, I'll be to putting see you up there. Um, Dano's Instagram information, uh, DSBG information, and um, where do we get this coffee from? Where, <laughs> where can people buy this coffee, Richie? East Village Coffee, East Village. coffee in Clondalkin Village. Um, I'm, I'm right in saying this, I could be wrong. You won the award for. They won the award. I'm only there three. Ah, no, come on, take a bit of credit there, Richie. Nah, <laughs> you deserve it. So they won East Village Coffee. The Dublin's Best. So they won Dublin's Best Coffee. Um, it's full circle coffee roasters. Um, I haven't tasted it yet, but um, I'll be going straight um, in the morning and making a cup of this. Are you a good coffee? Are you a coffee drinker? I'm, I'm a, I suppose the name of the co- the com- the conversations and coffee name came from me enjoying coffee, but at the same time, most people meet for a coffee yeah, and yeah. they have a conversation and they catch up and they get to know each other, or whatever. So what I found was coffee is like if you're going out on the weekend and you're having a point and you're meeting up with people or meeting up with a couple of the lads. Yeah. Monday to Friday, I'm meeting with yourself, I'm having an interesting chat. Yeah. We'll have a cup of coffee, we'll get to know each other. So that's oh, how nice I've, gift for that's, you. Well, no, yeah. we really appreciate it, thank no, you. No problem. But that's, um, thank you, Richie. That's how I've got an interest in coffee, because it just brings people together. It, it, you know, it's a way to meet people, it's a way to socialise and, and have a, a good laugh and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that's where it kind of began for me with, with coffee. Like, I mean, I'm not an expert, I don't know really much about it at all now. It does go though. But yeah, it, it, yeah it I mean, does. It, it's something that um, I've began to have an interest in because it's bringing me closer to people and I'm getting to meet people because, do you want to meet for a cup of coffee? As, I, as yeah, you just said, connections, here. like exactly. you're making connections and that's so yeah. important, like definitely. No, and, and I think um, I've had you on the podcast now, you know, you've clearly showed your portfolio, you've done amazing things and I can't congratulate you enough. But I think it'd be a good idea maybe to get you on again in maybe a couple of months and we'll see, you know, your journey how it's progressed even more because I mean you're getting back on the scene now you're going to be fighting a lot more now yeah. in the next couple of months definitely going to change it up from kickboxing MMA 100% yeah and, and I think we should get you back on in a couple of months to yeah. see how you've done and let yeah. people know and, yeah and um, actually as you were saying as well you were saying about like uh, like telling me more like about your journey and stuff like that. Uh, my like end goal like wasn't like as like when I was younger like when I was 18, 19, and I'm 23 now. I was always like yeah UFC I'm gonna make it I'm gonna be in that but like even if I like that doesn't happen and I don't get to that, what I learned is to appreciate like the, the like the that where it brings me mm-hmm. like the people that I've met the like the moments I've had in my mm-hmm. life like the like what type of person it's made 100%, you hundred percent yeah like the, I always like even like I like, my, the first time when I won my first title like. Uh, I remember like I won, it was on my birthday 
I won my first belt. I jumped down, my mates lifted me in the air and all, and like, family's there. And I brought it back to me, Nanny, and I was like, Nanny, I told amazing you I'd win this. Feeling, yeah. yeah, like stuff like that, like that. I'll never Promises forget. Promises you made Promises yourself. Promises I made to people, yeah. And like challenges and stuff that you'd assigned to yourself with yeah. goals. That's more so. important to me, yeah, than the actual yeah. end goal. Like, my dad not saying I'm proud of you. And I'd say the hardest thing is getting the first belt because you got one and then they just kept coming you just seemed to kind of want another challenge and another yeah. goal and everything and it kept me on track in life you know what I mean? yeah. like it kept me from going down a bad a bad road yeah you know which I mean? is so amazing like, like, because obviously I, it's keeping your head straight if you're not taking belts from it or you're not um fighting or competing you're distracted. staying on you're staying on on the right path and you're you yeah. know keeping yourself going definitely i think definitely martial arts did really give me a meaning in my life and it I really set great. me i think that's amazing yeah 100 like it definitely gave me a goal and something to like go after because otherwise like I would have been off the, like probably out partying doing you never know like what yeah, could have happened you don't know what you would have been doing and I think now it's after giving you a little bit more structure and when you you know start your week you've got a, an agenda you've got a schedule you need to meet you know you have to be here teaching such a class all these clients are relying on you and if you don't show up I yeah. mean you know Definitely, they don't yeah. get what they, they ask for so I mean you've got a responsibility now yeah. and once you've got responsibility then that's your motivation that keeps you going because 100%. you know I need to do this and I need to meet such goals by such times and I wish you the best of luck in the future and, Thanks. And definitely Pleasure. Thanks for having me on so. I really appreciate it no, Thank, Thank you, you so much,